kids are not a limitation. Your kids are not an excuse. And what society says is that when you have kids, you can't continue living the life that you had before kids. And I want to challenge you today because this is one of the greatest pieces of growth in my entire time as a father. And I've experienced some challenges with this myself and I've been able to navigate it in a way that allows me to still feel a sense of freedom, even having a kid at home. And even if you don't have kids, this episode I think will be incredibly helpful for viewing if you ever decide to have kids, or you can view this as taking on additional commitments. Either way, what we wanna talk about is reclaiming your life and what makes you feel fully alive. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, international inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And this is the place where you maximize your life, where you elevate your mindset, your career, your relationships to a level beyond anything you ever thought possible. And that's what we're talking about in this episode today. How do you actually create the life on your terms that you really want? That's what I am all about, helping people actually come alive, feel alive in everything that they do. And one of the biggest limitations that I see people make is using kids as a reason as to why they can't live a life on their terms. And I see this all the time throughout all of society. And society tells us this, right? When you have kids, brace yourself because you're never going to be able to travel again or brace yourself because it's until they're 18. That's when you can actually relax again. Or, oh my gosh, watch out for the toddler years. That's when it's nuts, right? And you're not going to be able to live that life that you really want. And I want to challenge that thinking today. Everything in my life, that has gotten me to where I am today. And I have still plenty of growth to do, just like you do and everyone else does. I still have plenty of growth to do, but everything that's gotten to me to where I am now really has come to, come behind this thought of, look at what society does and sprint the opposite direction. Because if you think about following the advice of society, what is society? Broke, overwhelmed, scared, and fat. That's what society is. Broke, overwhelmed, scared, and fat, right? Most of society feels something like that. Not everyone, but most, right? If speaking on average, and if you're listening to this, the path to mindset mastery, you don't want average. You don't want, you know, just fine. You don't want normal. You want extraordinary. You want a life on your terms. You want to be able to do it with the people that you love the most. And society says that kids are a limitation. Society says that when you have kids, it's not the same. You can't travel anymore. And I will say it is not the same, but it doesn't mean your dreams need to die. It means that you need to get creative. It means that you, it means that you need to find a way to prioritize what matters most in your life. And so what we want to talk about today is one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make. And this is my personal opinion. Feel free to disagree with this opinion. That's fine. I'm just expressing my opinion. One of the greatest mistakes that I see people make is putting their kids first. I think this is a mistake that will hold people back from life they want, create resentment, ruin relationships. In my life, one thing that I actively prioritize and try to do is to put my kids third. Now, what does that mean? That means that first, I prioritize myself. Now, people will say all the time, Brad, that's selfish. You have kids, you have a wife, you have responsibilities. I'm not saying I don't prioritize my wife and daughter. What I'm saying is I prioritize my mental health. I prioritize my physical body. I prioritize how I feel. I prioritize my emotional state. I prioritize my self-care. Why? Because self-care is in the service of others. 
if I have to drag around this machine that's meant to fulfill my purpose and I have no energy to give my kids, no energy to give my wife, well then I'm actually hurting them. I might be in the room, but I'm not actually in the room. So I need to prioritize this first, this and this. I need to prioritize me first, that's number one. And when I do that, I'm able to give more. This doesn't mean that I don't take time for my wife or daughter. It means that I intentionally set aside time for my routines, for my growth, for feeling alive myself. Does that make sense? And so I wanna challenge you to do that too. Prioritize yourself. Prioritize how you feel alive. And you might say, well, I have no time. Make the time. The reason you have no time is because you've just built up a habit of not creating it. Time is the fairest resource of all. Everyone has the same amount. And if you don't believe that, if that really triggers you, what it means is that you're likely using your circumstance as a story as to why you can't change. And it's making you feel significant to have a reason why it's harder for you. And if that comment pissed you off, that's okay. Feel free to be mad at me, but I wanted you to take a look at why it triggered you. It likely triggered you because there's a hint of truth to it. A lot of people will prioritize these stories of significance about why they can't change or why their situation is harder. And all it does is hold them back from the life that they really want. It's not fair to them, just like it's not fair to you. And I'm not saying you're doing that, but if you are, I wanna challenge you. Time is the fairest resource of all, and we need to prioritize that. We need to find a way to do it, create the way. There's always a way to do it. It is never a lack of resources that's the problem, it's the lack of resourcefulness. And so I wanna challenge you to bring a resourcefulness to this. So this is just my personal opinion. Prioritize me first, second is my wife. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make in marriage, and there are times in my marriage over the last year and a half where Janice and I have fallen into this trap. We are not perfect or immune. This is something that is actively practiced in our life. And when it's not practiced, we get in alignment real quick, get back on track. So I'm not perfect at this in any way. I'm practicing this stuff. I teach what I need to learn myself. And so what I see oftentimes is a huge mistake in marriage, and I made this mistake, is prioritizing the kids over the marriage. This is a horrible mistake. The reason it's a horrible mistake is because what's actually going on behind the scenes of it all is that your kids bring you a feeling of love that's certain, it's unconditional. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to worry about it with your spouse. That's something where you have to give in order to receive love. Your kids love you no matter what, so it's an easier way to receive love, but it's not passionate, it's not intimate. And so it's a love that you feel will never leave, but what happens when they're 18 years old or when they're 15 years old and they're going through teenage years? That love disappears, it's, it's conditional at one point. But most people meet their need for love through their kids instead of their spouse or prioritize their kids over their spouse and their spouse feels a lack of love and what that spouse will do is then go take their energy into something else. They'll put their energy into work and I've done this in my life. They put their energy into work or into other things and it causes this separation and it actually hurts the kids more than it helps them. Right? People prioritize their kids and spend all this time with their kids and what the kids need first, before themselves, before their marriage. And what it does is it creates this enablement within the kids. The kids kind of feel, and I've seen this, right? And obviously I'm still practicing this myself. Lily at the time of this recording is, you know, 16 months, just about 16 months old. And this is what I'm choosing to practice through my opinions. But the point is that I see this all the time with parents with kids that are older. When they prioritize the kids, over the marriage or over the marriage themselves the kids end up kind of entitled or the kids end up feeling like something's missing or the kids end up feeling resentful because 
the greatest gift you can give your kids is the example of passionate love. That's the greatest gift you can give your kids, the example of passionate love. And if you prioritize your marriage over your kids, then what ends up happening is your kids see this beautiful example. They know what love really is and you give them a safe place to want to come back to. They feel values being instilled in them subconsciously without even realizing it. It becomes who they are. And so in my life, how I'm choosing to prioritize my life is take care of me so that I can give to my wife first and my daughter second. And this is backwards from what society says. But most of society is not doing well in this category. Most of society, if you think about it, isn't it like something, the status, something like 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? That's insane. It's insane. And a lot of times those things can be resolved by prioritizing yourself and your marriage first before your kids. Kids are not a limitation. What we need to do is we need to reprioritize our life in terms of what comes first, self, kids, family, whatever it is, spouse. But how do we actually do this? The first step we already talked about. And that is a shift in priority. I want you to ask yourself, how does this go for you? When it comes to yourself and your own self-care, I'm not saying being selfish, I'm saying taking care of yourself so you can give more. So your own self-care, your marriage, and your kids. What priority order are those in right now? And I'm not saying you have to adopt mine. Use this, weight against your value system, step into the common sense corner and see what makes sense for you. Right, so what's your priority order? Is it kids first, then self, then marriage? Is it self first, then kids, then marriage? Is it marriage first, then self, then kids? Where are you right now? And I want you to take a look at where you want to be long-term. Over the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, where do you wanna be? And what would that priority order need to be to live the life that you really want? That's what constantly goes on in my head. I, th- I, I consider myself a long-term person. I think how this decision or the, my priorities affect me over the long run. And I encourage you to do the same thing too. So ask yourself, what's my priority order right now? What are the consequences of that priority order, whether you wanted to admit it or not? What's the priority or what's the consequence of your current priority order? Or is the priority order right now exactly what you want? Is the priority order your dream? Is it what you really want? And I want you to be cautious of the story you're telling yourself. I want you to be cautious of rationalization. I want you to be cautious of rationalizing why right now in this season, this needs to happen because of this excuse, this excuse, this excuse, and this excuse. Is the priority order right now giving you the dream? If the answer to that is no, you got to shift the priority. Then what does the priority need to be in order to live the life that you want? And what would life look like if you did that? That's the first step to this shifting your priorities. So how do we do that step two? And this is getting more tactical, is scheduling time for you, scheduling time for your spouse, scheduling time for your kids. Schedule it. My wife is in my calendar. My daughter is in my calendar. If you're watching the video of this right now, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm literally gonna pull it up on my phone and show you this. Like you can see that right now, Lily and Janice time is scheduled for 4 to 7 p.m. That's my family time with my wife and daughter. I have time earlier today from 7 a.m. until from 6 to 7 a.m. It was Lily time getting ready for school with Janice. Then from 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. It was all Janice time. 
It was all Janice's time. So a foundational principle that my coach taught me is create the priorities in your life and build your work around those priorities instead of building your priorities around your work. And it shifted things for me when I started applying this. So I have my own self-care in my calendar. I have my morning rituals in my calendar. I have my exercise time in my calendar. I have my wife in my calendar. I have my daughter in my calendar. And it needs to be scheduled. If it's not scheduled, it's not a priority. It means that it happens when it's convenient. And typically that doesn't happen often because if you don't prioritize something, that time will go somewhere else. It's like budgeting money. If you don't give your money direction, it will disappear. If you don't give your time direction, your time will disappear. The same thing happens here. So on top of that too, what does it teach your kids if you don't schedule time for you, if you don't schedule time for your own self-care, if, it, if you don't schedule time for your marriage? What does it teach your kids? It, do, it doesn't teach them how to love. It doesn't teach them how to take care of themselves. It actually curses them long-term. And then number three, one of the greatest ways to do this is to include your kids. Let's use the example of travel. Because I see this all the time. Society says you have kids, you can't travel or do anything until the kids are old enough, whatever it is. And I refuse to believe that. You know, Janice and I just planned a trip to uh, the UK with her parents and all this. It was I'm super excited about it. And also Ireland on top of that. And I'm really pumped about this trip. And the reason we booked this before we invited her parents to come on this trip it was just going to be the, the three of us, Janice, myself, and Lily. And we kind of had this choice to make. We were sitting there thinking about, do we want to spend thousands of dollars on this trip? You know, and it's not going to be what we normally do. Like two years ago, we went to Italy and it was just us before we had a baby. We were able to do whatever we want, whenever we want. When we have Lily, right, that means that some things will shift in terms of what we have to do. Lily has a bedtime, right? Well, we started to think. We have a couple options now that we have a kid. Everyone around us is telling you, well, you're not gonna be able to travel until she's five, 10 years old, and even then it won't be what it used to be. And we started to ask ourselves, is that what we really want? Is that the life on our terms that we really want? And we said, no, it's not what we really want. Even if it means the trip is shifted, it's intention. I would rather personally bring Lillian with us and go see the world now than saying we can't do it and wait 10 years to do it. And there's other solutions, right? You can bring, if you have the resources to do it, you bring a nanny or you, uh, what we did is we invited Janice's parents. Obviously four on one is a lot better than two on one with a kid, right? But we also, you can also hire babysitters, things like that, if that's within your family value system. You don't have to obviously, but there's ways to do it. And my whole point is that society says kids change things. Kids need to be put before the marriage. Kids need to be put before travel. Kids need to be put before all of this. And if you value similar things that I do, which is an amazing marriage and seeing the world and experiencing a beautiful life, it's not true. You can do all of it. You can experience the world, have a beautiful marriage, passionate marriage with your spouse, and bring your kids to these amazing places. So all of this episode to say, we're going one direction, one another, that's simply how it goes on here. All of this to say that if you have a family or if you're planning on having a family or if you have large commitments, don't use that as a reason why you can't have the life that you want. See as, of course, it's an obstacle, it's a challenge. I'm not denying that. But see it for what it really is. It's an opportunity for you to break societal norms and choose a life by your own design. 
I refuse to accept what society tells me. And I demand an extraordinary life, a magnificent life, a masterpiece of a life that I get to design. Having kids, it's an adjustment, of course. You learn so much about yourself. But I want to challenge you right now to think in terms of possibility instead of what society says. Instead of I can't because, ask yourself how could I? Instead of I can't do that because of time, kids, marriage, money, whatever it is, how can I find a way? I want you to think in terms of possibility instead of limitation. When you think in terms of possibility, you come alive. You feel amazing inside. And all of this is setting up what we're going to talk about next week, where we talk about maximizing next year's dreams. We're going to go through something called atypical goal setting. It's an amazing way to feel fully alive on the path to your dreams. And this was just priming that. It's priming that to think in terms of possibility. So if you found value in this, if you know that this is something that you really want to work on, get a head start. Take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype quiz. We have it linked up right below this. It's free. It's 60 seconds. And it shows you just how you currently tick, limiting beliefs that are holding you back, empowering beliefs that are helping you. It shows you how you currently think about success and possibility and what you need to eliminate and what you need to go after to make it happen faster. Take that quiz right now. It's linked up right below this. It will serve you. We'll be able to stay in touch with you and give you amazing results. We give you this amazing PDF download that shows all of it and it's creepy accurate. If you find value in this, screenshot it, put it in your Instagram story, share it with other people. The more people that see this, the more people we can serve to help think in terms of possibility and help them maximize their life. And on top of that, make sure you leave us a rating and review. Would love to see how this is serving you and helping you. But most importantly, make sure you go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face because you can. Take the Unique Success Archetype quiz right now to find out what your unique success archetype is. And I will see you next week.